0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Episode 37 of season two of the Manly Musings podcast. Tonight, we are recording on Sunday as an emergency podcast. Um, Kevin and I have been talking since yesterday about the news at West Virginia. Um, not the greatest things. We won't jump into that. But we also have our favorite blue do devil joining us tonight. Oh, yeah, I know that was horrible. Butchered that.
1: Let me let me ah, let me, ah, let ah, me help ah, you out ah. that. Shout out to our favorite Duke Blue Devil. You see him on the bottom corner of your screen if you're watching on our YouTube. Our guy, college basketball expert, Cyrus Johnson Jr. Happy Father's Day, sir. How we living?
2: Good. Thank you very thank you very much. I am living well. Uh, you know, just uh just you know, doing my thing, you know, hanging out with the kids, getting Kids getting older, they really don't be bothered with dad anymore. So dad gets to do his own thing on Father's Day. So
1: there you go. And then <laughs> you know, let, let's can we shout out Cyrus out here with the grade A camera work with him balling at his you know basketball dad. spot. I see you. I mean, yep. you missed the layup in this video that I'm currently watching right now. But oh, through the legs, twing twing. Oh fillet. <laughs> oh yeah, yes sir, out here. Hey, I'm listen. I layup. mean.
2: It was a warm up. That's what you do. In warm ups You take, get all the misses in the warm up. That way, you know when it's time for you to, when it's time for you to fully make that, you know, fully make that move. You can do it. You know what you did wrong.
0: That's true. That's true. That's very true. That's how you do it, bro. All right. Let's see if I can make it through this episode without fumbling over my words all night. Oh, <laughs> So this is going to be a, a quick one, guys. Um, usually our episodes, especially with Cyrus joining us, are typically like two and a half hours long. Um,
2: it's we, really not my fault, to be honest with you. It's really not my fault all the time.
0: It is always your fault. Um, huh. de- definitely. Definitely. Kevin, we can attest yeah. to that. Um, I mean, Cyrus, it, <laughs> our episodes with you average
1: at least an hour hours. and 50, 55 yeah. minutes. So... We're out here, but today if, it's if, we have
2: business to attend to. Yes, yes, you are correct. Yes, we do.
1: Yes. All right, Merritt, shall we uh, get this started? We got two things to talk about.
0: Yeah, so we will start off with the interesting news from the NBA with the Bradley Beal trade to the Suns for Chris Paul. Um Chimera. now is
1: it finalized or is it finalizing?
0: So
2: we'll get they're fine, they're finalizing. They're finalizing yes, so because
0: it because, is gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, But there's a lot of things that need to happen. They said, what, it's going to take the next couple of days, right, Cyrus?
2: Yeah, because they need to finalize, like, the because um, the, cause the draft is coming up, and part of it is the draft picks and the swapping of draft picks. So when that happens, generally, they have to wait until, like, the day of the draft to figure out who's taking what player, if there is a player involved, or who's taking whatever picks. Yeah. Because like say for instance, you know how people used to hide, you know, Europe players, you know, used to hide players and send, you know, the European players and stuff like that. Yeah. This may be the same case. Like you could you, you know, I'm gonna get picked, let's say fifty, if there is a fifty. Uh pick fifty and fifty five, knowing full well I'm not really taking anybody. I'm gonna stash for someplace or the G League or whatever. That's what it really boils down to. Who's taking what or or what have you. That's what it really boils down to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and also, the Washington Wizards are trying to find a third team to join in on the trade, so that well,
2: they 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 found it. They just they they kept the. That's where all this news is, is
0: coming. Well, in. Well, I've from what Chris, I heard Chris is Chris Paul still, going to the Lakers, the Clippers, uh, the Clippers. I, I've heard Clippers have been the are the number one team for the Chris right. Paul, which right. makes no sense to me because they aren't really I don't think there. Uh, you just throw an injury prone point guard with an whole injury prone team so that's kind of that's my thought on it but I could be totally wrong that's just my thought um, I think I think I think
2: I think be honest with you I think that deal to the Clippers is more or less a a buyout for him Yeah, and in the long in the long term, to him for him to go play with LeBron, I'm just just spitballing it because at this point, you know, and I I was listening to to the NBA, uh, the NBA on Sirius, and you know, Sam Mitchell and a couple of the guys made made the same case. They said, "Well, he he can't play 82 games."
0: Cyrus, you sound so bad, you like you literally just stop talking.
2: He doesn't have to play those type of minutes and put that type of wear a tear on his body. Unfortunately, the only place everywhere else, everywhere else he goes, he's paying, he's putting in more, he's gonna to have to play 30 something minutes a game and play 80, 60, 70, 80 games a game just to make sure just to make sure the team, you know, clicks. That's
1: true. That is definitely true. Mayor, you want to just break down what the trade is for people that don't know yes. what the trade is?
0: I will I I think I sent it over to yes, there it is. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So the trade for Bradley Beal. Do, 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 do. All right, is the Suns are expected to send Chris Paul, Landry uh Shamet, multiple second round picks and first round and uh pick swaps to the Wizards. Uh, sources tell ESPN Phoenix has no available first rounders to include in the trade. Bill's no trade limit limited the Wizards market for him. So, with that clause that he signed last year and that massive extension, he was the only player in the NBA that had a no trade clause. So, he has waived that to go to the Suns. Um, something more did interesting, he waive it because I thought that he. he... He has to have. I thought that he has to pick.
1: Yeah, he gets to pick, but the no trade clause supposed to apparently stay with him. He can, he can, no, no, he he wants to go. He
0: he waves like the in the for right now, like he is his contract is still going to be able to move over. He waves the no trade clause with the Wizards. That's what that means. Like he's waving it so the Wizards can move, uh, move him along. That's all, but it's but he still has the
1: no trade in this contract. Like when he's with the I, Suns, I believe so. Because if I remember their, his, because that's what they were saying on ESPN earlier, that his contract is the fact that his no trade clause stays with him no matter where he goes. So that's mm-hmm. what made it hard for the Wizards to try and pick a place for him because he technically picks the place where he wants to go, yep. and he pretty it's he pretty much has full control of where he's going. So he pretty much had Washington's hands tied because the oh, fact yeah. that they don't have any, they're all they, they're only getting second round picks for him. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's insane. And Landry, well, it, and- it,
2: it, you know, if, if you think about it, right they there, you know, the reports are, they're trying to tear down that whole team and start from scratch, like literally start from scratch. Like they're going to, they're going to have maybe two or three guys on the contract, probably some of the rookies that they have, and everybody else. I mean, if they could get rid of Kyle Kuzma and a couple of other guys. And they're talking about sending Porzingis to, um, back to the Knicks or? I don't want him. I'll take him. Now, well, back back to Knicks or another team. They're talking about Porzingis being gone. Um, who was the other? Kuzma, and they're talking about Kuzma. Kuzma's I heard Kuzma's Kuzma, for his money.
1: They, I think Kuzma I
0: heard about, like, it's like the is I think it's the player option. Yeah, he has right. a player option in his contract. So he right. he he'll probably opt out of it because he'll make more money off afterwards. But the one thing what I found really funny about the Suns, right, after that trade, you want to ha- know how many people they have under contract for next season? Five. Five players. DeAndre <laughs> Ayton, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beale, and Cameron Payne. That is it. They take you up 163 million, correct? I, I, I yes, 163 yeah. million in salary. Um, it would surpass the luxury te- tax threshold without having a fifth player in the starting lineup, with just Aiton, Beal, Booker, and Durant deals. So they are going I, to be I, I, honestly. Up I, I, honestly, I wouldn't.
2: Zone. I wouldn't be surprised if I wouldn't be surprised if wind up getting traded before the trade deadline this year coming up. Just just putting it out there, I don't think I don't think he'll stay,
1: I think he ha- I think he doesn't want to stay, and I think if what you're gonna to have to do with that in trade, you need to get more quality players to help fill out right. that bench because right. in my opinion, when you look at that sun's roster right now it it looks like the goal is to get to the playoffs and then to bet on that those three star players Can carry are going you. to push you. To uh, uh, winning a seven-game series, like I think they're trying to book that. Those three guys alone can do are it going to—they that you can't beat them in a seven-game series. But I don't know.
2: I just feel like but, so. Let so let me see. ask you guys a question. Let me ask you guys a question. Right, go just, ahead. Just just split the ball on this out here, right? Can do you think that those three guys, right? If you gave them a seven-game series, do you think those guys can each give you a game to win? Obviously, there's a game where the others are going to win, you know, your bench players and stuff like that. But do you see a scenario where no. those three guys win you a game by themselves?
0: No. And I say that, and the only reason I say that is because Durant is getting older. He has not actually played a full season. We haven't seen him back to the level of play that we're used to with him. Right. Booker. I don't think he's ever going to get past where he is. I think Booker's a phenomenal basketball player. Phenomenal. Right. But I don't think he's going to take another step. And also, you don't have a point guard on that damn team. I'm sorry. You have three <laughs> guys that demand the ball in their hands to do something. How did that work in Brooklyn with with Durant? Um,
2: Yeah, I I can I can tell you right now that that they're going to run a point guardless offense where it's going to be Booker's going to handle a lot of. Well,
0: yeah, Cyrus, you're going to have to say all that all over again because you are completely frozen on our screen. Cyrus, Cyrus had a dead spot. Whatever. Yeah. Nope. Still (laughs) can't hear you.
2: Still can't hear you. Mm -hmm. Nope.
1: Cyrus is like me. I love it. It's hysterical.
2: Ooh.
0: Nope. He is going. He's struggling. He's just, the just, states parked wherever he was. Oh, I forgot the U S men's soccer te- mas- national team is playing tonight against Canada.
2: Oh, Ooh, we, we scored a on walk. a
0: corner with a header. Let's cool. go. All right. Well, Cyrus
1: is frozen, but while we're waiting for Cyrus to reload, uh, to answer his question as well, if I were to ever get a chance to answer the question.
2: Yeah. Are there going to be a lot
0: of, um, Oh, no, there stuff we go.
2: Like hey, hey,
0: hey, Cyrus, you are, like, literally not... Neither Kevin nor I, keep, I can hear anything you're saying, if you can hear me. um, Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... I'll go ahead and answer um, his... because
2: there's gonna probably be a lot of ISO stuff. Yeah, gotcha.
0: Ooh. hello,
2: Cyrus. Can you hear us, Cyrus? I'll be home in one second. Hold on. Um, okay, um... we will
0: you just just join us on your computer. Kevin and <laughs> I'll keep talking. Weird. Just join us on your computer.
2: That's really weird. I
0: see uh... It's all good. You're doing great. All right. Okay.
1: So, Ke- <laughs> I want to answer <laughs> okay. Cyrus's question.
0: All right, Cyrus, Um, we'll see you in a few minutes.
1: I think Cyrus asked, do you think they have enough for them, each one of them, to win a game? They have a chance to win a game, but I, I fully believe that if you're in the West, you are going to need more help than just these three superstar mammoth of players. It's just been showed this year. Just by the way, look at the way the Nuggets won this year. They have, I would say, maybe two star players. A hell of a, you know, young core. And mm-hmm. they have people on the bench that carried them like that or did their roles when they need to. So if you let, break down the nut, let me break down the nuggets. Well, Cyrus go one by one. So think about it, you got Jokic, your superstar in the middle. Jamal Murray, also a budding superstar to pair up with him. Aaron Gordon, highly touted draft pick, who has been able to fill in his role ever since he got with the Nuggets. You got Michael Porter Jr., who is healthy, able to do what he needs to do as a top wing player for hit their team. Think about guys like Bruce Brown and the is it Braun right? Braun, the white guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid those from Kansas. Two,
1: those two guys fill in their roles as defensive role players to make sure they can, if they need to help stop a star guard. Then you talk about a veteran in Jeff Green who played his part in doing what he needs to be a big body under, under the basket. I would love Jeff green back in a Celtics uniform next year. I won't lie. I mean, hell who knows? We'll see what happens. And then I, I mean, that was pretty much their rotation. Am I right? Did they play anybody else that I'm missing?
0: No, that's it. It was that's that eight.
1: Played. It was that eight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You had they- Jordan on the bench and like ish Smith and Reggie Jackson chilling on the bench
0: but, yeah, I think Reggie jumped in, played a little bit, but not not nothing significant, which is weird because Reggie Jackson like is still a baller. He's still, yeah. But think about like
1: how much of a star like like think about that lineup there. They they all played their part. And I don't think the Suns have enough unless they're able to draft really, really well with those second-round draft picks or package them to get like a solid role player. I just don't know what their plans are going to do like unless they're going to be, try to pull one of those you know lebron moves and try to get you know older veterans that are going to be willing to go to phoenix for the minimum but like we've already proven that 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 role has that doesn't type work. of play it doesn't work anymore they people have figured it out like even lebron's lakers they were only able to get better because they got younger guys that were able to play so i I, I, I don't know. The Suns are really going with their chips all in on this because they put all their eggs trying to get KD. And right now, in my opinion, maybe I'll bite this. It might bite me when I say this now, but it's looking like Brooklyn's like a winner of this trade right now. Brooklyn won I've, that trade. Because they're with Macau Bridges and Cam Johnson just going to get better as young guys. I don't, I don't know. I, I just feel like the Nets are going to be much more on the up and up as opposed to uh, the Suns. But it's what I got. Yeah, I think, honestly. And the Red Sox just beat the Yankees 4-1. Just want to let all of the Red Sox fans know, a.k.a.
0: Let's boy. go. They have won five out of six games against the Yankees. Let's Ugh. freaking go. All right, Cyrus is actually joining us um, via his computer so we can actually Glass. hear everything that he says because can't hear shit. I didn't say join. I... Cyrus, All right, whatever. Uh, we're gonna keep going. Um, there he is. Oh, the double! Oh god, we're gonna mute one of them because it always happens.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Oh wait, what's going on? Marathon quiet mode.
2: There
0: it is. Thank god. Are you able to talk now, and so we can hear? Yeah, you? I'm able
3: to talk now. <laughs> Thank Christ.
0: Um,
3: Thank yeah. So as as I was saying,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you were saying, you were saying uh, nothing because we literally heard zero. No, I. So
3: what we we talking about? Talk about the Wizards and, and Porzingis, right? Because Kev said he didn't want to come back to Knicks.
0: <laughs> well you also you asked us the question of like who like oh, if, does this scheme like these three players do they win you a series basically is what you yes, were asking. Yes. You think do they, they, do? they do? Do do you, I Kevin and I don't think they do? I, I don't
3: I don't think I don't think they do because I, I don't think Bradley Bill has been in he's never been in a series past the second yeah. round. So I think it'd be tough for him to understand what it is to have that type of game. You know what I'm saying? You know, you to have to have. Think about it this way: to have a 30-point game with maybe significant points, not a 30-point game. Just have a 30-point game. 30-point game significantly. Think about that. Most, you know, how we always talk about, you know, somebody scoring 15 points a game, but there is insignificant 15. It's a stat filler, right? I don't think that this t- that he is to me the ultimate stat filler. I don't have I haven't seen him play meaningful games as of late. I haven't seen him. And that's the thing. He, it if he was playing meaningful games it'd be a different story. He's not playing meaningful games. I, that's the toughest part for me to understand. Yeah. But you
0: know I just I don't think this team is going to go anywhere. No. I mean it's- I listen I think they'll get I think they'll get to the conference finals and
3: I think that'll be it because they'll be good en- they'll they'll be good they'll be good enough to get past a couple of teams that don't have enough to get over the hump so you know I think that's you know that's exactly what it is I think that's that's just what it is at that point
0: I don't even think they make it that far
3: and that's a possibility too but oh, yeah. I think the furthest I think the furthest they the furthest that they would go would be the conference finals. I think it wouldn't get any quick things close to the finals.
1: And that would be if they all of them are all healthy. healthy and yep. just the track record of these guys, they can't stay a full season. Yeah. No. Even as good as Phoenix is. I know Phoenix has a big like reputation for like being one of the best like medical teams that they provide over there in services. I just don't think they have it. I don't I, they need more. They need more. I agree. Uh, and I, Cyrus, like I mentioned, I don't want to repeat myself, but I mentioned, like, look at the Nuggets this year. Look what they have. They had way more people than the Suns do. They played, what, an eight- or nine-man roster, and they right. all played their roles. And that's what you're going to need right now if you're going to win. You you have two, or two, maybe three budding stars and guys that are going to fill your role. And the Suns need to figure out how to fill the rest of them because – I don't know where they're going to get it, especially with how strapped they are for for
0: cash. Yeah. They do just fine by me because even though it would be fun to watch them play and do well, I just, I don't see that happening. Like it's
2: right.
0: You don't have any, anyone on the team, but let's not continue down that rabbit hole. That is not why we are here tonight. That is not why we are here. Let's, let's get to the meat of it. We're here to discuss West Virginia men's basketball. Yes. Um, at this point, when you everyone hears this episode tomorrow um, or throughout the next week, everyone knows what happened at West Virginia. Uh, Saturday night, what occurred. Or no, ha- was it like Saturday or Friday night that he got? Friday follow-up? night. Friday night. Have Friday night. night. Friday night. Sat- yesterday. The transactions, everything that occurred. Now we are in the middle of the fallout. So Bob Huggins, what, the... He's been at West Virginia, what, 17 years, 16 years? 16 years. Yeah. He was arrested Friday night for DUI in the city of Pittsburgh. Here's the problem with that. He also got pulled over. The reason he got pulled over is because he, he was driving on a flat tire. And the police had to tell him how to pull over. Completely inebriated. No idea what, in my mind, I'm like, why are you doing this? You have you can have someone drive you, that's yes. pretty easy to do. Um, and then yesterday, what Kevin around nine o'clock last night, eight o'clock last night, we're texting yeah, around back and
1: forth. Eight o'clock. Well, well, make sure, but well, we got to make sure we go through the whole story now. So, what happens? He's pulled over with a flat tire, mm-hmm. they go to him. Right. And you know, this is coming from the police report. They see Coach Huggins driving. Uh, it's a university ve- like registered vehicle.
3: No, really? I didn't know that part. It of is it. A,
1: it was a yep, it was a university like a like registered vehicle in which inside were a trash bag of 12 beer cans, and he was slurring his speech. And he blew a 0.215, which yeah. is astronomical for a breathalyzer. I don't even know how
3: he was standing you, you can't even stand at that point that,
1: that, yeah that's a breathalyzer that you shouldn't there there's no reason for you to be behind a wheel. Not only was he going through Pittsburgh as because that weekend he was all the coaches were sent out for recruiting uh I believe on the report he was just visiting some family in Pittsburgh as a pit stop. And of course, and there was a concert going on in Pittsburgh, so it was busy there.
0: Yes, so what is going on?
1: And you know that it was that road is full of traffic. Can you imagine somebody driving in that condition with that many, with that much traffic being around? It's kind of terrifying to think about if something even worse were to happen. Luckily, he just had a flat tire, but. Um yeah, you know, they blew it and then a lot of the reports started coming out Saturday morning that they weren't, you know, coming through the grapevines if if it was true that he got pulled over under that. Later confirmed uh, over by
0: the, the it was Pittsburgh con- police team. Confirmed pretty early on in the- early, yeah.
1: early early Saturday was it was confirmed. Yeah,
0: because
3: I think that I think on Twitter on Twitter it on Twitter the Twitter feed came up. I want to say it was like seven or eight
0: in the morning, something like that. And yeah, it wasn't, it was, and it it was wasn't like, like a, yeah. Yeah. Like nine o'clock in the morning. I all of a sudden I'm like, what the f- uh, this isn't going to go well the rest of the day.
3: Yeah. Cause I, I didn't cause normally, cause normally you know I had to tell you like it's 11 hour feed or whatever happened is you see like it wasn't even 11 hour, it was like two, maybe three hours
1: at the most when I seen it. So
0: yeah. Yep. So, so continue the the timeline,
1: Kevin. All right, so that timeline goes. You know, it's it's already starting to get out. You know, so people are obviously Twitter is blowing up around. You're talking about in the afternoon. Um, then you get we get some notifications that there is talks with the AD Ren Baker and Gordon G. They put out a little thing on WV sports U Sports's uh, Instagram, Instagram and Twitter that we have we are investigating into the allegations. Bob Huggins and so-and-so and speak with him. He followed that up later on in the afternoon where we come to find out that the team has uh, met with Bob Huggins and... I... Go ahead. So they did not meet with Bob Huggins until 9 o'clock last night? No, well, I, I meant uh, it was Ren Baker and then they met with They're... Huggins first. Yeah,
0: and The rumors that came out of that were you resign or you're fired. Is from the reports that i read yeah they're, those they're, are
1: those all those reports were all pretty much
0: the same whether it yeah. was uh so so,
1: so full,
3: so full transparency right normally when normally when that when that when that dui happens or whatever it is that whatever miscellaneous thing happens right They normally the reason that they give you the, the two options is the resigning is for you to keep your money for your contract if you resign you Four still years? keep X amount of dollars for your contract.
0: Yeah, one year's worth of money.
3: Right. So if you get fired, you get nothing.
0: Right. It also looks better for him. Um, right. So they they have their meeting. Go ahead, and Kevin. Sorry. So
1: they have their meeting, and then as Merritt mentioned, uh, the team is called for a a, a, a meeting at eight thirty in the evening at night. Uh, In which a lot of the reporters were saying, you know, when there is a meeting like this, when it comes with the team, normally this is something in which protocol is something. This is what's to happen. They did not want the team to find out via social media first. They wanted it to find out from the inside first. Right. Um. So, eight thirty, they have that meeting from nine o'clock, and then we pretty much go to bed. Uh, with reports that pretty much he's letting the team know that he's resigning. um, And then we got the report this morning that it was official that uh, Coach Huggins resigned from his position at West Virginia. And there will be on a search for a brand new basketball head coach. Um, That's where, where we're at right
0: now. Yeah. And it's rough because I know some people, uh, that we're trying to keep me in the loop on a few things, no names, no, nothing. I'm not going to do that. Um, but all the information that we have just mentioned is the exact is spot on information yeah. from multiple sources that I've spoken with and kind of gone back and forth with just to right. confirm. And everyone around it is just somber. They, they, it's all kind of what's next. What, what's happening now? When I found about, out about this and they confirmed that he had the DUI and he's meeting with the team, the only reason, in my mind, I was like, they'll add to his, his suspension and fine him more money. Mm-hmm. Now that Kevin says he was in a university vehicle, that changes it a little bit, in my mind. Yeah. If he's driving his own personal vehicle, a little different yeah a little different, right yeah. but he's driving West Virginia University men's basketball most likely escalade or Suburban because that's what all the coaches drive right okay that that puts it over the edge. but let me ask this question to you guys if Huggins didn't say what he d- said, A month and a half, two months ago. What would he be fired? Or would he have resigned today? Or last night?
1: No, because I think we would have been in the stage of. Hey, you need to watch yourself. You need to take care of yourself. You shouldn't be doing this. What's going on? And you need to go get help. I think it would be one of those type of conversations they would have with him. Because right. I think we would, it would be essentially probably very similar parameters where like he might get suspended some games and maybe have to do some of those like clinics on like drinking and driving and, you know, make sure you're pushing that and talk about that in the university and take classes. But because of what he did a couple months ago, it was just, which was, we don't have to get it was, get it, was it was push, it was pushed it was pushed over the top oh no, over hold on top. hold on let me finish cyrus let me finish, let right. me finish. like the, the with what he did already it's just the university has already been thrown under the rug enough yeah right. with that they got thrown under the rug enough with people yeah. saying that we should have canned him there but we wanted to give him a chance so with that it's just with him doing this it makes the university look even worse and we cannot right. put the university in any more you know you can't brush them around under the rug like that it's already hard enough with what they're dealing with the athletic department's dealing with a lot and then now you're going to put the whole university through that so it is it is a lot lots of lots of things to go on and i'm honestly i'm still in like wow this is we've really come to this right now to this moment
3: so, yeah, I mean, go ahead, it, Cyrus. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, no, it's okay. Um, because if you think about it, right? I mean, between the football team and a lot of other things that's been going on, the school, like you said, has put up a lot of pressure. And to have your your superstar, all star, whatever you want to call her, coach, go from the highest of mountains down to the lowest of lows, it, it's just tough to say. Yeah, he, we can keep him around and say it's okay. Like, it's just it's not it, yet. Yeah, this is the last straw. That, you know, you couldn't th- I mean, think about it. Just like any job you go to. Right. They give you a leash. Right. They give you a leash to go to go on to say. You do thing if you keep doing these small things, eventually I I got to, you know, I got to I got to take I got to let you go. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it's at, where it was at, because these small things mm-hmm. were adding up. And now the big thing happened. Right. First, it was performance of the team now the thing that happened a couple months ago, and now this, right? It's just too much to have happen. And we all hope, I mean, listen, if anybody from West Virginia basketball or whoever it is is ever listening to this or, or anything like that, I hope he gets the help he needs because he seems like he's a he's a nice enough human being that he needs the help, you know? Um, yeah. The, o- I- the, only thing I, the only other thing I would say is, like you said, Mary. If it was his own vehicle, the reason that they probably couldn't say anything if it was his own vehicle is, who's to say he didn't clean out the he hadn't cleaned out the car in two weeks or whatever it is he kept a junky car, and he had beer cans in it. Even though it may not, you know, again, it could be wrong either way. But still, you
1: no matter what, there should no be. Should yeah, you should no be, be blowing. No, grass. no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing You're with that. What car. I'm saying. What I'm saying
3: is normally when people tell you that stuff you know it could be cans of anything you know sometimes people just don't clean out the cars you know and it shouldn't be in there but times that does happen you know think about it you have a bunch of coke cans and stuff like that you're not throwing them out they're in the back of your car you're not thinking about it you drive you know somebody says damn you need to clean out the car (laughs) like it it you know it happens i'm not saying that it's right or wrong just saying that that Unfortunately, life happens when that happens. And, you know, just unfortunately, because it was in a a university vehicle, that's what made it stand
0: out as much as it did. So So now we're at the point. uh, The dust is settled. Bob Huggins is most likely officially cleaned out his his office. Everything's out. Remember, Huggins lives 10 minutes from the basketball arena. Um, He's never going to – he's not leaving Morgantown. He's always going to be there um what do we do next with the coaching what do you do because you just brought in some of the best transfers in the transfer portal from what I was heard what I've read Huggins basically said I have no idea what they're doing next to the kids that's not good and now you're in a search I honestly, I'm in the mood. I on team take an interim that you have on the staff right now and do a full blown search for the next eight months throughout the basketball season. Do your search. Get to the March time frame, February time frame, announce your new hire. That's my thought because mm. you want to keep the kids that are here. They may not just come for Huggins. They may have come because of the guy that we brought from Cincinnati last year, Kevin, over as the top assistant now. Demar Johnson. You might have brought something. That's why. So why would we want to go ruffle feathers? And I will say this. If I see a goddamn person say that they want beeline, I will flip the shit out. I don't want to go backwards.
3: Yeah, no, you don't. He's (laughs) seventy years old.
0: He was here. He was here for five years before Huggins came here. He brought us to the tournament twice, and we didn't do shit. I mean, Beeline was one of the ones
1: to first get West Virginia any sort of notoriety. So I don't care. I do not care. It's a rich rod. Well, I get you. I know. It just understand. Like West Virginia needs part to get of out that. Of West the Virginia I
3: don't I, fellas. I don't. I don't think Beeline is in
1: there. I. I think. I think he's happy like, retired. Also, he's not yeah. retired. He
0: coaches. He's in. He's in Detroit. Yeah, but he I, he works I thought he Detroit. was retired. No, he's working. I'm, I pulled up an article for the top lake. He's. He's um,
3: like. He's an assistant. He's an assistant with the with the Pistons.
0: Yeah, so he is. I mean, yeah, he's
1: retired from a head coaching job. technically. God, yeah. I, I just.
0: Just do an interim.
3: I, I think I think I think what is gonna happen is I think they're gonna do a full blown search and I think they're gonna get the next head coach. What I think is going to happen is the same thing as the Deion Sanders thing. He's going to go in and make a change to the philosophy of how he wants things done. Not that not entirely, because, again, you do you, you have some decent players, some better players on the team that you can keep. Um, but to the point where he's going to say, whoever this next guy is, is give me three years to get the guys and get where I need to be. And you'll see a change in the direction. But again, that's that's the glass half full, right? Let's let's look at it realistically, realistically they're going to do exactly what Mary says. You're going to have the interim for about six to seven months. And he's going to probably get the new guy, probably get, you know, the last, you'll probably be introduced before you get into March madness. And then he'll take over after you lose in the first or second round or whatever it is. You know, if, if you, if you make it at all. Right. So I think that's the way they're going to go. Realistically. Um, what they should do is what that what I said, but again, glass half full. I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Cyrus, I don't. I will respectfully disagree with your uh, thoughts on that. Just because there is no one that I think that we could take right now in which he could do that. You would not take this job to go and blow it up. Like you said, you can't, No, no, you can't, you can't, you cannot do that right with this team. This team is made out of three, four, three quarters of graduate Mm -hmm. transfers. They're here for one year. So the only reason why I say that you can't do that is because. Then you like, literally you are logistically, you are completely blowing it up with you're in the middle of June. Transfer portal is completely closed. You will, decimate that team if you were to do that you have to right now in my opinion you have the key is mention mentioned the players mm-hmm. the players it is all about keeping yeah. them here you have we have to keep them here
3: no and that that's why i said that's why i said to you that's it that's the glass half yeah full. yeah that's but a, there's no but, way you would
1: ever you can't the deon sanders comparison it right. does not qualify in this Type of situation because no, I'm not saying that. I'm you not saying that it has that to. Right. And,
3: and what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that it has to be Deion Sanders. I'm saying it has to. In order for you to get that type of coach, right, you would have to tell him that he had a full car launch to do whatever it is. But realistically, realistically, the way to go is the way with the guys you're talking about now. You're going to have to have an interim guy in for at least seven months to hold things down until you figure out who that next guy is. And I'm because scared. right now, here's the think about it this way, fellas. Right, you want to be in that top, in that conversation when they talk about the next team to go into that top five conference. When they talk about putting teams in a top five conference, right? You want to be that team, right? You want to be the top tier team. In order to get there, you got to do certain things. You got to get certain people. You got to get certain aspects. You got to get certain, certain realities into your program. That's where. The glass half full method, I'm saying, is that if you're looking to start that early because you have to break it down in order to build it up. Right. But in this case where everything is taken care of, and has gone already. Right. You can only do one thing. Give somebody the interim tag, probably DeMar. Right. Probably give DeMar the, the,
0: the, the, the interim tag. No, there's two coaches that are ahead of him that have more okay. experience. Well, with- I, I
3: didn't. I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not really sure of the other two coaches. But you just said Demar, so I'm just assuming that he yeah. was. But whoever it is, you got to give him the interim tag, and you got to let him run for for a couple months because he has to. He's already going to have the same knowledge of what Bob Huggins wanted to do, offensive wise, defensive schemes, stuff like that. So you don't have to change anything other than tweaks a few tweaks here and there. Because as a coach, you don't want to change too much going into a season because you've already had your offseason programming. That's where I'm saying that's why I'm saying if they had said this happened a couple months ago and they were making the decision to let to let him go or him resign, then I would say they would they would start all over with the with the, with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with somebody new. And then that way they can put their own stamp in it. But I, I agree with you. I think they're gonna go with the with the way of what you guys are talking about because they don't have a choice at this moment.
0: No, they don't. They have to have an interim. I want them to actually find a good coach. You no. Know, and I'm not saying Bob Huggins is not a good coach. Cause he's a hall of fame coach up until yesterday. He was at the most active wins in the NCAA. And I think he's like, what seventh or something on that list at this point, fifth or sixth? He's some, in the top 10. He's, he's, yeah, in the top he's top 10, 10 wins yeah. across all coaches um but you have to pull in somebody that can just be there for now and puts the players first like i think we have the right ad for it in ren baker mm-hmm. who is going to sit there and say look we're we don't want you guys to leave we this is our plan here's what we're doing stick with this. it's going to be a rough bout it's going to be a rough patch we all know it. It's not going to be pretty. Well, we weren't going to have him for the first six games of the season anyway. So
1: first three games, you mean?
0: First three. It was only three. I thought it was six. First, it was
1: first. only three. Oh shit! It was. I
3: thought it was three. This? It was three. It was three. But then they were also talking about because I think there's like some preseason games, some something like that, and maybe him not. Maybe him not doing the preseason games, something like that.
1: No, it, it, it's been three the whole time. They they were never going to beat up on Monmouth, another random school, and another random school. Oh, yeah. And I was it, like, yeah, Huggins yeah. would be back before the Thanksgiving tournament.
0: Yeah. So, so there you go.
1: That That's that's here.
0: Honestly, if I'm WU, anyone that, let's be straightforward, if anyone is over the age of 50 as a head coach, I don't want to look at them, and that's not meaning that they're not good coaches. I, we're in a generation where we have to get younger. We can't keep having older style coaches in that in that seat.
3: So here's a question: who would who would you who would you? Like if to I know see? it's not my job. Right, but they, just just you're you're you're. If you're, I pick somebody,
0: if I pick somebody, I would 100 love to see the guy who's over at the Knicks right now, and Kevin knows exactly who I'm talking about when I say that. But he don't have any coaching experience as a problem right now. He has very, very little. But I would love to see someone like that. Like a Deshaun Butler, a former player that has transitioned into coaching. Shit, I would take Juwan Staten because he has coaching experience at this point, but he's only at the high school level. He's coaching one of the best high schools in, what, Ohio? so. I, just, I mean, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. You I first. just want us to be younger. That's where things are going at this point. You're seeing the change of guard. If we had someone that's in his 30s, 40s, or years old that has coaching experience, I'll take it. I just, I can't, we can't go backwards, is the no. biggest thing. Yeah. If we yeah, go I backwards, you know? and, and some of the names on this list that I saw before I've closed it out, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't want a D2 coach. I don't want it because the, it's D2 basketball to D1 basketball is a lot different. Yes. And we've already seen how that happens basically with our football program. No offense, Neil Brown. He wasn't a D2 coach, but he was a mid-major D1 coach and took over a major D1 program. We've seen what happens find someone that has some type of head coach experience head, as head assistant experience and go from there. Yeah. Kevin, go ahead. You were going to say something. I mean, I, I got many things to say. It's
1: just oh, a lot. Yes. Well, you guys just talk so much. So I just sit here and just listen. I mean, oh, I man, think I right now. No, you're good. You're doing great. My Zayas. mouth is shut. But, you know, right now, I think the key is I'd like to give this assistant coaching group that worked their tails off to get this team together. I'd like to give them the chance. Most of them are only here for one year anyway. So let's give them, let's strap them to the rocket and let them go. I'd like them to give it a chance to Josh Eilert, who has literally been with mm. coach Huggins from the minute he's went to West Virginia, starting from literally the bottom. But he started out as a grad assistant at Kansas state and literally climbed the, the coaching ladder, with coach hugs to be assistant that he is right now. I think they have a chance to possibly, if they keep that group together, I think they have the chance to go ahead and keep the majority of the team. I don't know why I, I have this strong feeling that we might lose one or two, but I, I don't know, for some reason in my heart, I, I think we can keep the majority of them together. Um, but I don't know. Again, you like should, I don't know what these kids are. I don't know what these kids are thinking. These kids are different. You know, these kids are different. They think differently. But the thing is, think of I'm trying to, you know, Cyrus talks about thinking about the hask level. Think about what we have. We have hella advantage on NIL. We got these kids because of our NIL, because of the deep pockets we have with the help of the Country Roads Trust. We ha- have the resources. We have a top probably top. Five in the line when it comes to basketball facilities. We are in one of the top conferences, maybe the best conference in America. To but obviously subject to opinion. But we're in a hell of a great conference. We have we are in an area that can recruit all different types of areas. I'm literally talking of reading through this ESPN article. Think about where we recruit. We can recruit all the way from up to New York and Philly as down through the DMV area and also go out into Ohio in the Midwest from our location. We can recruit all these areas and we have talent that has gone there from each of those areas that has strived to be great, whether they're been in school for however long into their careers outside of being with us. You know, so I think it's really key to keep the assistants together. Let them, you know, Reap the benefits of all the hard work they did this past offseason and do the best they can with these NIL transfers and then go crazy with the coaching search after because right now I'm literally let me read you these names and Merritt, I'm sure you probably have read them already. Mm-hmm. We're looking at Andy Kennedy from UAB, Jared Calhoun from Youngtown State, a couple guys that were. Coach Huggins' tree, along with Eric Martin, who has just recently left West Virginia to be his own head coach at South Carolina State. Then other coaches outside of the tree, you're talking Wake Forest's Steve Forbes or Mississippi State's Chris Jans. So I don't see anything that they can do to bring to West Virginia right now. Then you have guys that Baker, uh, Ren Baker, our AD, has known. Main name that everyone's been talking about is Northwest Missouri State's Ben McCallum from Division Two, which I am with Merritt. I think right now we are in no position to be trying to to go after a Division Two coach. And I also believe one of the – I know a lot of people talk – John Beeline, a lot of the older West Virginia crowd, Merritt hates it. I mean, I'm not – I'll be honest, I'm not exactly a huge move a fan of that move either. Reason being is, again, we have a fan base that wants us to win now. We need to get younger. We need to play along with what the strengths are of what's going on with NIL. We don't need an old school coach right now. We need to go ahead and get with the times. So I really think right now it's to prove, to see what these assistants can prove Hell, maybe we take the interim if it, if they perform hella good and can absolutely blow out the performance outside the water. But the key right now is the players. Do we keep the players? Can we keep them? That is going to be so huge in this journey and figuring out what the decision-making process is. The you know Nobody in this Zoom room right now has the qualifications to figure out what to do. I really give credit to all the officials that are doing this right now because I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's got to be fast because if I read correctly, those guys, because of the coaching change, they have 30 days if they want to intend to transfer. So I would hope that it's not going to be a max S exodus of players leaving, but, you know, it's time will tell. It is. It is. Extremely- I don't think. I don't
3: think. I don't think. I think. I think you may lose one or two players, but I don't think you're gonna lose everybody. Um, because one or two guys always, you know, always, you know, once, you know, once the the once the head coach leaves, you know, you always have one or two guys that were the coach's guys, and he knows that, they you know, they both know that their number is not going to get called when these other coaches are there, so they'll find a way to, you know, go other places and do other things.
1: According so- to ESPN. Uh, so, because of the coaching change, the roster has up to thirty days to enter the transfer portal—an extension of uh, because of that happening. And the most, the two team, the two guys that could leave without a waiver would be our center we got from Syracuse, Jesse Edwards, and Arizona's Kirk Creesa So depending on what those two guys do, that could seriously be a huge domino effect or of what can happen with this program. And then, yeah, like I look, I look at our roster right now and if any of them left, like one, the person I feel bad for is, is, uh, Jose Perez who essentially left Manhattan for the same deal to try and, you know, get a better opportunity. And then the NCAA, Rule that as an out, and a lot of these guys. So, if th- like Raquan Battle, Trey Smith, Tucson, they've already transferred already. So, if a lot of those guys are trying to transfer again, they kind of can't because they're going to have to sit out another year. So, looking at it as we've been talking, half glass full. If you're really just trying to play, you might as well just stick together and play, because. A lot of those things, like you're not gonna, you're gonna have to wait again. Can you imagine if, if I'm Jose Perez and I had to wait again if I went somewhere else? You might as well just do what you got to do, and just play. And the only way they're gonna, probably gonna play is if some of these guys on the staff are still there. Think about, you know, someone like the guy who's been in charge of recruiting, Jay Koontz, who's been a key part in all of these guys coming. Where you just let this guy go and then all of a sudden now these guys go with him. It's, you know, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, we are in a very sticky spot with everything.
3: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, especially timing of where we are. We the our, our athletic director is literally, he got hired for a a hell of a job because you're talking about a women's basketball coach who left right after March Madness, a position that was not planned on being filled, had to fill that now a controversial men's basketball head coach and with now we're resigning and you also have a football program that is also on thin ice with a coach who Merritt wants to blow up and <laughs> die inside i and, don't want him to die inside us and we're gonna, and that, gonna be gone that's is that is that next that's probably that could be another thing that he's gonna have to find we on are, his plate
0: we are going to have to go through a lot um probably end it here mainly for the fact we can keep saying the exact same things over and over and over um we wait hold on we might
1: as well answer your
0: questions so Merritt do the transfers leave yes or no I think I agree with you guys I think we'll see one or two of them leave but where they're gonna where they're gonna go at this point a lot of teams have already filled up roster spots um Hey, so people, people will make room. I, good, yeah, that is true. They that is room. very, very true. Um, I I think what you'll see though, is, you know, the question is, are they going to leave? I think you're going to see the players, the, the former players that live in the Morgantown area kind of step in and talk with these kids. And walk them through, like they, they none of them have ever been through a situation like this. But I think you'll have someone like KJ or Flowers come by and just talk with them and be like, "Look, yeah. this is not what you guys signed up for. We wouldn't want to sign up for it either. But guess what? You're playing for not just the name on your jersey, on the name on the back of the jersey, but the people in the stands, or the the on the front of that logo, like." Think of it that way. Play for Huggins. You know, go out and play for him this year. You yeah. know, yes. Is that what the university wants us to do? No. University doesn't want us to really say his name right now. <laughs> um, but go out and play for him. Yeah. The, definitely. It, just dedicate this season as a team. It does not have to be publicized or anything, but dedicate as a team. So I do think we we lose one or two of these guys. They they bounce out, which is fine. Um, it's going to be a rough season. It's not going to be a fun one, but it is what it is at this point. Yes. So yeah. That's, yeah. So Kevin, get us out of here. It's ten ten fifteen. We all need yep. to go to bed. We're all as old.
1: I said, knew it was not going to be a half hour we took it at a half hour. we took it more than that so uh big shout outs to Cyrus Johnson Jr for going ahead and joining us for the pod Cyrus you have any last thoughts where they can follow you or anything
3: uh well just just my instagram uh, cyrus johnson jr uh instagram i, I believe my I believe my twitter is at ckj1408 got so. out at that twitter yeah. Amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's it. You know, um, I just doing the more. I'm trying to move a little more content. Uh, I'm off this week from work. So maybe I'll pull, put some uh, put some footage of me going to the gym. Or maybe I love it. Again. Wow, me Merit, let's
1: go. Me and Merritt will definitely be excited because obviously we got to figure out our work, work out our plans to join you and ball it up with you as well for the We Out Here series um but go ahead finishing out the outro for those that watch us on the youtube for this emergency sunday podcast thank you for watching maybe leave us a, co- a comment like cyrus does on our page the manly musings podcast we are on all streaming platforms if you just really don't want to see our faces we are on apple podcasts spotify uh amazon play and google play you can join us and see what we're doing on our Instagram at The Manly Musings Pod. Follow Merit's uh, Instagram at Merit underscore P. Definitely this weekend you want to follow because my man is going on vacation. And then follow me at my Instagram at, <laughs> at KCueva624. With Merit gone, I need to go ahead and figure out some sort of episode. I have some ideas in mind, so just stay tuned for that. And other than that, means
3: that, that means I'll probably be back on, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> good chance. Good chance. We'll see. Oh, I boy. just gotta see what the creative juices are feeling. But other than that, thank you guys for taking the time to listen to us. Uh, you guys know myself and Merritt are huge West Virginia alum. We take a lot of pride in being a part of that university as students. Still love it to this day. And remember, we always just want the best for it. So yeah, we'll stay tuned like everybody else. And you guys have a great night. Peace, y'all. <laughs>